superpowers. You call getting people unstuck your primary superpower. Um, come on, what are the hidden secrets? What other superpowers do you have? <laughs> Definitely getting people unstuck. Uh, helping them see what they can't see. Understanding beliefs that have been holding them back their whole lives. Finding their zone of genius up-leveling their vibes so that they can attract easier opportunities. Ooh, I like that. That's awesome. And uh, you honed in on Unstuck as your your favorite of the bunch. Um, why yeah. is that? You know, honestly, because I do, I help people with market validation. And I, when I was at events, people would continuously tell me they were stuck. And so then I started playing with doing that when I would go to networking events and it would cause like, just this magnetic pull of people coming to me like, I'm stuck, I need help. <laughs> and so I used it because it's what my people were saying they were experiencing. Nice. It became super clear. That's what they needed most. So yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Very cool. What was it like uh, cracking the top 2% of podcasts worldwide? What did that feel like? You know, it'd be because... All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We'll be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey, and welcome to Vision Pros Live. I'm your host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. And I'm excited to have Dr. Amanda on the show today. She is a two percent. She has a podcast that is in the top two percent of podcasts globally. That is awesome. That is hard to do. I'm excited to talk a little bit more about how she did that. I think a lot of those who are listening are starting to have the mindset that, man, this podcasting is really taking off worldwide. It just passed radio, by the way, for amount of listens worldwide. It just surpassed the prevalence of radio, which is a pretty big move. So. Um, we have a lot that we can learn from her about getting unstuck in life as well as how to grow a podcast. Um, I'll let her drop a few hints on that. And of course, you can follow up with her however you'd like. Before I do that, though, we're going to talk a little bit about our sponsors. So IconMakerLive.com has a program called Seven Figure Podcasting Program. It was a fantastic event, the best event that I've ever been to. Um, Tom and Cheryl and Danella ran that event super, super well. I highly recommend checking out, watching the video, see what they're throwing down. In another six months, they'll do another virtual event um, with a platinum VIP ticket, probably, to go there live as well. I did have the benefit of being live at the event. Their ability to help you understand how to work with your Dream 100 and focus on that, uh, as well as facilitate a mastermind where you're exchanging who your Dream 100s are and connecting with others was awesome. But I, I can't even begin to explain all the wonderful value that they threw down there while also doing a lot of good for an ocean project and many other things. Um, Capshow.com. Capshow was ranked by Digital Marketer as the number one AI for copywriting for podcasters. And it does so much more than that too. The cool thing is whether you have a podcast file or any audio or video file, you can upload that to Capshow and it will automatically be ready as a copywriting assistant to write all of your social media posts, as well as your transcripts, as well as pull sound bites featuring you or your guest um, from an education standpoint, a promotion standpoint. It's really neat how it has this little mind of its own to go in and gather what it needs. What I recommend doing is getting the free trial version um, through our show link or through their website directly. It really doesn't matter which one you do to me. I just want you to be able to go in there upload your video or your audio and start clicking as fast as you can. Just click on the buttons and see what type of content it generates for you. It's amazing 
how fast it can produce your basic content. And then if you're like me and you're a little bit picky about things, you can go in and edit it and make sure it's exactly you. And then it makes it so much easier to strategically promote and post your podcast out there and share it with the world. So um, definitely check out capsho.com. And if you want to, I hosted Deidre on the show. You can go back to one of the most recent shows that we did and listen to Deidre, the founder of Capture, talk about how she developed that and the other ventures that she's had in her past. Last and not least, of course, The Water Project. Um, the Water Project's a great opportunity to go and help the world in ways that matter most. Uh, people out there actually don't have clean drinking water. Um, and so The Water Project focuses specifically on Africa and they target tribes or communities, people, uh, cities that have limited access to clean drinking water. A lot of these cities are, are walking miles and miles. They're getting to unfiltered, uh, unsafe water and bringing that home for their kids and for their family or their kids are missing school to go and find that water source themselves. The water project comes in, builds what's called a sand dam or borehole well with them, teaches the community to do it. And then they have a sustainable source of water. You can contribute a few dollars and make a massive difference and impact with that. Plus they share with you the social media posts associated with that, that village or that location that you've helped. And it's really cool to be able to get to see the impact that you've made. I hope that you have the opportunity to share and uh and give to that or your charity of your choice so without further ado i'm going to bring on dr amanda dr amanda is known as the mindset healer and manifestation ninja for entrepreneurs she's the founder of inner power daily that's her podcast an international best-selling author as well and the host of the top two percent globally rated podcast the power entrepreneur inner power daily com is her business. The Interpower Entrepreneur is the podcast. She's gone from food stamps to building a six-figure business fast, and it's become her superpower to teach entrepreneurs science-based law of attraction strategies to reprogram their energy, mindset, and business growth habits so they can get what they want out of life. Dr. Amanda, thank you so much for being here today. We appreciate having you on the show. Hey, Jackson. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, so, why should why should the audience be listening to you right now? Who should be listening primarily and what are they going to get out of today's show, do you think? Yeah, great questions. I would say, well, who should listen would be anyone who's interested. And when I say anyone, entrepreneurs specifically, I generally work with because I think of entrepreneurship as a spiritual growth path. And it's the place where you get to trigger all of your fears, doubts, uncertainties. And so it's an opportunity for you to really step up. So I love to attract growth-minded entrepreneurs who are really ready to get everything that they desire out of life and business. And so learning strategies to align with their inner power and magnetically attract through being deliberate creators, conscious creators, feeling like they have the power to really decide what they want, declare it, take action in the direction and attract it their way. So they're going to, people listening today are going to get tons of actionable strategies and understand how their energy and their alignment with their inner power is what attracts all success their way in life and business. I love that. And for the audience, as I get ready to cough, I'm still dealing with the bronchitis aspect. So one of the, the harder career choices when you have bronchitis <laughs> is, is being a podcast host. You'll have to forgive me for that. And maybe I'll learn some tips from Dr. Amanda on how to suppress that desire to cough or that <laughs> desire to sneeze when you're on these shows. I don't know how they do it on TV. Uh, but without further ado, in 30 seconds, what is your vision for those that you serve? 
My vision, first and foremost, is for people to feel like they have power and they can decide what it is they want in the world. My big vision and my quest is to impact a minimum of 5 million people through everything that I put out in the world, through books and podcasting and posting and YouTube and all the things that I do. And it's really for people to be aligned and know that they don't have to feel out of control of their reality and that they can really design a life that they love. That's awesome. And I, I can see that your goals aligned with the not being out of control. I think you're going to hit way, way larger than that. But it's cool that you set your smart goal on it. And I see you being way on the track like to, to do that at a 2% globally recognized podcast. Uh, what? How do you measure getting to that $5 million? It's a great question. So generally, like I track everything I do when I'm on other people's podcasts. And so some of it's an estimation. And so the the catch all will be, okay, let's have one episode release that 5 million people download. And then there we go. We're done. We, we, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we're certain that we impacted a minimum of 5 million people. <laughs> so, you know, I imagine it'll be something along those lines, like, Hey, a book that 5 million people read or an episode release or a YouTube video or something along those lines. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Way to, way to look at it in reference to the one wave, the, the title, yeah, wave, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's smart. Okay. And what's your vision for yourself over the next five to 10 years? You know, it, my vision is so aligned with my zone of genius. Like I teach people to live businesses, lead businesses that they love. So, you know, when you're living in your highest values and you're doing things in your zone of genius, you're not creating something that you want to escape from. And so, you know, my, my personal goals are very tied to my business goals. So my highest values are to learn, teach, travel, and love. And that's what I do every single day. I'll never stop doing it. That's what I get the most juice out of. And so my vision is, you know, in that impacting of 5 million people, I get to fulfill all of my highest values. So it's a win-win exchange. That's great. I like that. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to like too, because, you know, you're, you're talking about being focused on success and centering yourself, ultimately living your, your best life. Um, and so it makes sense, you know, for that to be your long-term vision. So let's see here. So top 2% global rating, 90,000 plus downloads, listeners in 55 countries, 260,000 views on YouTube, 12 hour, 12,000 hours viewed. And three thousand plus subscribers. Yeah, and we got it. We need to update those. We're past a hundred thousand now, so that we're good. Past we're keep growing. Hundred thousand, nice. Yeah, you know, it was fun. I had a really fun thought this morning. Uh, I was, I always, after I release an episode, I'll listen to it myself because it helps me get better at being a podcaster. And I was in this morning. I was listening while I was showering, and I was thinking. You know, to get to that first hundred thousand downloads, wow, it's a lot of energy, time, effort, learning, growth curves. And then I thought it's going to be interesting to go from a hundred thousand to a million because it'll happen a lot faster right. now that I know what I'm doing more. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you get the the snowball effect. Yeah. Um, you know that that also can help. So who's um, who are some of the guests that come to mind that people should be aware of that you've you've already hosted? I mean, obviously you know, every guest, but you know, we don't do guests anymore. Oh, so yeah, I don't have them. guests on the episode, on the podcast. And interestingly, I did that because of feedback from my audience. So I always am doing things that are driven by my audience. So I did polls and my audiences kept coming back saying we love the solo cast the most. And for me, those are the easiest to produce. And so it was like, well, okay, we're just going to try this out for a while. So on this version, uh, we've gone through four seasons. So we're in the fourth season of the 
the podcast in this one. We're not doing any guest podcasting, but I've had some amazing people on. I've done over 300 interviews, I believe. Um, and some of those on the podcast and some on a different side show that I used to have as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I remember you saying that now. So yeah, the, uh, the solo casting, um, you know, if somebody is curious about launching their own show, is it is it guaranteed that the solo cast will be the winner? Or is it, um, you know, hit and miss? Should they consider interviewing? What what are some of those pros and cons? And, and uh, yeah, let's let's just let's just myth bust the universal aspect. Yeah. You know, first I'd say go with what you enjoy the most and don't do what you, what people tell you will work just for you because there isn't a one size fits all. I mean, the sky's the limit in podcasting, right? Like you could do two minute episodes, 30 minute episodes, six hour episodes. I mean, it like, this is the cool thing about podcasting is that if you are attracted to being a podcaster, do what feels aligned to you first and foremost, and then allow yourself to change as you go. I loved doing interviews at first. And for me, that's because I was soaking up and learning and absorbing and connecting. And, and then it got to a point where it was like, oh, I actually feel like I want to teach this versus having a guest expert on, or it just changed for me. And then the way that I taught and started to solo cast differently, my audience liked. And so it just, it evolved and I let it, you know? And so it, I think it's really important for people to hear that you, you got to go with your inspirations because your inspiration is what is your magnetic fire and it is what attracts opportunities. So if you're dreading doing something, you already are creating resistance, which is going to make it be hard work, which is going to cause you to procrastinate. And it's not going to grow as quickly as it could if you decide like, hey, I can't wait to do this episode. I love it. You called it the your magnetic fire. Was that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Awesome. And you have some resources to help people unlock that or should they they book with you directly? Definitely. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, innerpower101.com. So there's a free course. So innerpower101.com. And it teaches the fundamental foundation of how to get aligned in your energy. It's driven toward entrepreneurs, helps you understand mindset and some habits and strategies. I teach five strategies in there that you can do on a daily basis in order to get aligned and become more magnetic. So I'm always teaching things that are based on the law of attraction, which is so wild to me because <laughs> when I started my business, you know, I'm coming out of PhD, research, science. And when I started reading law of attraction and learning about it, I was like, am I really going to become a law of attraction and manifestation coach? That's weird. <laughs> and now I, I embrace it. I, you know, I realize that there are, there are rules to the game of life that if you follow, you can wildly succeed. And, you know, before I learned about magnetism, law of attraction, quantum physics, I was struggling and I had no idea how to get success. And I felt like everything in my outer world was in control of me instead of me being in control of my reality. And so now I teach people that your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. If you don't like what you're getting on the outside, you've got to change what's within. And so that's why every day you must choose inner power, decide and commit to being aligned. And then you attract things to you that are matched to your aligned state of being. Okay. So I want to, I want to challenge that a little bit. I want to have a yeah. healthy dialogue, healthy debate regarding the subject, because it's something that, that I saw in there and, and my thoughts went to the extreme. Um, usually the extremes are kind of like the, the blinders, I would say, um, yeah. that, that make us miss the point of a subject. So I immediately, you know, when I, when I read that, I was like, well, um, yes and no, in that if I grew up and was raised in a North Korean concentration camp, um, mm -hmm. 
you know, I don't get to control that outer circumstance that I'm in. Um, I, I can certainly make the most of it perhaps. Um, but let's talk about life when it comes to, um, you know, environments that, you know, there, I think there are aspects that you can't control, but if you, if you, if I'm wrong about that, by all means, like shoot me down. Um, well, you can control your response to everything that's going on in your environment, right? There is collective consciousness that creates realities. So in that example, if you're in a North Korean prison, you're not going to be able to break free of the, you know, the cell just by your thoughts, <laughs> but you have control over how you respond to what's going on in your reality. And so it's, in, it's a great question and, and thing to think about. Like, I can't sit in my chair and go, oh, I, I want to be seven foot tall, seven feet tall. And I'm just going to think my way to being seven feet tall. <laughs> you know, that doesn't make any sense. So it's, it's more about you instead of being in reaction and thinking that other people are to blame for your circumstances. It's you being responsive and deciding every day how to feel, think, believe, decide, act. And then what happens is that starts to amplify and attract different things into your reality. So, you know, a great example would be man's search for meeting Viktor Frankl, right? He's in a concentration camp and has changed millions of lives through writing a book that was originated in a concentration camp in his mind, right? Yeah. So his response to that experience was to impact the world in positive ways. He could have easily gone a different direction with that experience. Yes, exactly. I love that. Um, and so any of you who are listening and, and hear that again, if you're in a, if you're in a certain circumstance that traumatizes you, um, you know, or you've experienced something that is difficult. Um, I talked to another doctor about this and I, it's funny, he didn't talk about growing seven feet. Um, but he did talk about, um, how he said, Jackson, um, you're in a hurricane right now. Um, you know, and you're, you're, you know, I can't, you can't do anything to change the hurricane that you get you're in. But you can, we can change the size of the boat that you're in to deal with it. And yeah. he was, you know, the boat was an analogy related to my mindset and my ability to face that hurricane. Um, and there's different options that you have. You know, you can certainly dive into pills. You can, and you can dive into prescribed pills. You can dive into alcohol um, to try to withstand that hurricane. You can dive into drugs. You can dive into Netflix. There's a mm -hmm. lot of ways that you can. Uh, distract yourself or also strive to um, progress through it. There's, there's different ways to look at it, but um, that really, that, that analogy really put some, it gave me a new tool to think about and realizing that, yeah, a larger ship um, would have a much easier time making it through that environment than if you perhaps didn't have a boat at all. Um, you know, yeah. we're stuck in the ocean drowning in a hurricane. Not my not my favorite thing to imagine on the, the flip side of that. Yeah. Um, but thank yeah. you for uh, for acknowledging, you know, the the things that sometimes I think when we're in a good position to learn, we don't hear what we're supposed to hear. We hear what we want to hear. And that want often comes from a, a deep seated darkness rather than the, the light within. So I appreciate that a lot. Um, let's dive into a little bit of darkness though. Um, what's your <laughs> worst business experience ever, Dr. Amanda? Hmm. It, it, this is interesting. I had a really great conversation with someone this morning. It was how I, I'm so good at turning everything into lessons and I think everything happens mm -hmm. for a reason. And so it's like, when I, when I think of those things, I'm like, Hmm, that's interesting. I really, I, I think because of the way that I, navigate the world, I don't have bad business experiences. Like I'd yeah. say I have 
quote unquote, wasted money on people who have said that they could deliver certain things that they didn't. And yet it taught me how to be more strategic with the way that I spend money. And so, you know, it's like, there's always a lesson on the flip side, but I'd say that a challenging business experience I've had is spending money on experts that really to soothe my imposter syndrome. So it'd be like, oh, they have the magic pill. They know more than me because they're farther along in business. And then realistically then get into the program and realize, oh, I already know all of these things. Not that everyone, I I know more than everyone else, but it's just in those certain situations. If I'm, you know, I've purchased courses before or packages or programs where I was like doubting and not listening to my intuition and not certain that it was a good move, but doing it out of a place of fear. And then later going, oh, okay, I see why that would have been a good thing to say no to. So doubting your intuition is a very (laughs) good lesson. There are good lessons when you doubt your intuition and make decisions that are counter to what your intuition is telling you. Wow. I've never heard that put that way before. And I love it. That's, are you spending money to soothe your imposter syndrome? It's kind of the the question that I, I pulled out of what you just stated. And there's, there's so much depth um, to which one could go and, and kind of self, um, I don't know, self-analyze and think, do I, do I do this? Am I doing this on this occasion? And, and uh, I guess uh, just a deeper question on that. If you find yourself wondering if that's the case, what do you do? Stop. If you, you know, <laughs> stop right away. Yes. Immediately. There's yes. No, there's well, no the trick out. is to listen to your notice. So it's my three-step formula. So inner power formula is three steps. Recognize, reframe, repeat to reprogram. Recognize, reframe, repeat to reprogram. And what this does is it is a habit transformation formula and also a subconscious reprogramming. So in that case, you recognize why when I spent the money, how was I feeling? So for me, I looked back and I remembered the day I spent the money and I was like, I was having doubts and I was feeling insecure and I was feeling some fear and I made the decision from that place. So I recognized that, okay, when I'm feeling that way, slow down. It, it, the opportunity will be there a week later, take time. So I've really come to the place where if it's not a heaven, yes, it's a hell no. Right. So if I'm having any version of doubt, I don't move forward with something until I'm either a hundred percent. Yes. hundred percent. No. And that's really guided me well. So it was a great lesson. It was a very costly lesson, but it was a great lesson. (laughs) 55K lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it, entrepreneurs. Um, So and I again, I like the the constant look at at the learning opportunities, too, Um, rather than worst business experience, uh, greatest learning experience sometimes um, or big challenges that we face. Um, So sometimes some of our best learning experiences also come from our best decisions and opportunities. So what's your best experience in business? You know, I've had so many good ones, but I would say when I, the first thing, when I think about like, Ooh, like what, what are the best memories in my business? The first time I walked home with a check for a client that where I had a 10 hour coaching package, the first big check I ever got. And that check was more than my monthly income in as a grad student, you know, so I was living on food stamps, taking out full loans and struggling to get by. And then I graduated and I went into business. I had this amazing, powerful conversation. And I said to the guy, it's 2,500 bucks for coaching, which to me was like quite a lot. And he didn't even flinch. Put me the check and I was like, 
I was driving home and I still have this check. And I was like, I mean, I was like mm -hmm. in awe. It was a pinchable moment of like, oh my God, people will pay me to help them. <laughs> like, this is exciting. And, and then the next day I had the next consult and the person had said, you need to double your rates. Like you're really good at what you do. And because we had such a powerful conversation. So the next day I doubled the price. Same thing happened. I was like, whoa, this is, I mean, so in two days I made $7,500, which was almost half of my annual income as a grad student. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty great eye opener and and game changer. Uh, mine mine was a far slower process of I've seen those <laughs> jumps. I was lucky to to make more, but um, you know the I remember hearing stories similar to that from people and thinking my story's coming, yeah, my story's coming. And ten years later, <laughs> still like I think I forgot about it. it was like whatever. Um, yeah. you know, that that particular manifestation did not come my way. Um, but there are, there, there was, I think that's the other reality that you're sharing with, that I'm getting out of this too, though, is like, wait a second, I can still go back to remembering the importance of looking at, at my victories that way, even though I didn't catch the first, because that's an alignment of gratitude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Over, over where you've come from and, and where totally. you're at now. And, and while it's like blindsided me now, like, oh, wait, yeah, you're right. Um, we do collect large checks um, and I just yeah. forgot um, probably due to all the expenses that also are associated <laughs> with business. But Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, for me, those were such fun checks because I didn't even have a website. I didn't have a business card. I didn't even have a package. Like I just wrote mm -hmm. it out on the fly. You know, it was like I had nothing in place and it was just from a powerful conversation so, and, and, you know, knowing like, I want to be a coach. I know I can help people. Let's go for it. Let's dive in, you know, like I'll give you my all. Was... So was this pre considering yourself law of attraction expert or around the same time? Oh yeah. Time? Yeah. I hadn't even, I hadn't learned about law of attraction at all. It's interesting, okay. it's interesting to say that. Cause I had read like, you know, this, I had watched the secret years before that, but I didn't, hadn't implemented it. Never had considered it. Wasn't that was later in my business. Definitely. So I just, I was living, I mean, we all live by the law of attraction, whether we want to or not. And I was right. very magnetic because I was so inspired and alive and I had experienced such dramatic changes in my own life and with myself. And so when I talked to people and I heard what they were saying, I was like, people are in pain and they need help and I can help them, you know? And so it just was so, it was very magnetic and, and it was, and I wasn't overthinking it. You know, we, we get into trouble as entrepreneurs, the further we get into business sometimes, because now we have so much information that it's, we can get into analysis paralysis and negative self-comparison. And it causes some deer in the headlights sometimes, you know, where you go like, Oh, oh you know, it could be this and it could be that. And they're thinking this and it causes scattered, you know, thinking. And so yeah. when you're in those beginning stages, there's a lot of magic that can happen. It's so true. Um, and also, you know, you, you alluded to this earlier, we can start thinking cerebral, like 100 um, percent and and just justifying our actions based on a, a, a false sense of logic. Um, yeah. and I, I say false sense of logic because if it's not tied to your purpose, um, it, it's usually a very dangerous um, outcome. Yeah. So um, I love that you talked about uh, helping people who are in pain and your passion for realizing like the, the great joy that exists. It just, I, you didn't say it, but I could hear it and feel it as you spoke about the great joy of helping people overcome their pains um, and move on from it. What other powerful lessons can visionaries who are listening and learn from your experience? 
so many. <laughs> What's so many one? Sorry, you know, one? let's say <laughs> I, I've been playing with this one a lot. That's I've been really having fun with. You can't have a successful ending to a struggle-filled journey. So mm. I teach people that there are only three reasons that entrepreneurs don't succeed, and it's procrastination, fear, and struggling systems. And so one of the things is a system of your mindset, your habits, and your energy. And I want people to really understand this. It is impossible to get a happy ending to a miserable journey, right? Abraham Hicks said this. And in business world, I apply this to success and struggle. People are, you know, when you're building a business, if you're feeling stressed out every day and you're struggling every day, it's impossible to have a future that's successful and feels good because in the present is where you're planting the seeds for the future and you're training your system to be stressed out. So you can't go, I'm going to be stressed out, stressed out, stressed out. And all of a sudden, when I get to six figures or seven figures or whatever your goal is, I'm all of a sudden going to feel good. That is an impossibility because you've trained your system to be stressed out. And so you might get there, but you're going to be stressed out when you get there. Wherever you go, there you are. And so it's really important to start today training yourself to feel good. And it's a practice and it's a habit. And that's what I love to teach people to do because when you feel good in the now, you get a future of success and you feel good along the journey instead of building prison out of your life and business. Yes. Okay. Oh, very good. That's, um, that's deep. So the people who are, are struggling right now um, with their anxieties, their fears, their depressions, their, Ain'ts their anger. There's there's lots of things we struggle with. Um, you know that sometimes we call it uh, our tenacity, our diligence, our dedication. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes we actually have tenacity, diligence, dedication, have the, the, the actual virtues. Um, but if somebody's got their blinders on for those aspects, how do you help them remove the blinders and recognize the the negative side of that, and yeah. then not freak out and move forward? It's really important because what you're talking about is I, I think of them as money blocks. So originally I almost exclusively worked with entrepreneurs on their money blocks. So I always had all my entrepreneurs write money stories so that we could reprogram their money mindset. And after doing this with hundreds of entrepreneurs, I saw patterns and I saw that there are three main money blocks. Money is bad. Money is scarce and money causes stress. And what you're talking about when you are when you are someone who overworks and gets underpaid, you have a money block belief that money causes stress or that money is scarce. Could be that money is bad as well, right? So you keep yourself in a sabotage state where you can never be prosperous and make easy money because you have the belief that money is hard to make. So then you create a reality where you have to work hard to make money. Right. And so whatever you believe to be true is going to show up in an outer world reality matched back to show you that it's true. And so in order for you to get a different outcome, you've got to start reprogramming your mindset. And so applied to money, you want to start questioning, what do I believe about hard work? What do I believe about making money as an entrepreneur? You could literally just journal about this question. What do I believe about making money as an entrepreneur? And just see what comes up. And then you want to play with reframes so that you can start reprogramming your mindset. Um, I th do you know I have a book on money mindset? Yes. Okay. I didn't so, know the name of the book. Yeah. The so, so listeners can go to um, I am a money magnet and get free chapters. And I am a money magnet So, free chapters, and then they can obviously buy the book. This gives you a hundred journaling prompts focused on your money beliefs and teaches you how to use affirmations to reframe your mind.
mindset in a different direction. And so this is, you know, it's really a workbook, I would say, or it's a, a 30 day manifesting guide. It helps people understand what's blocking them. And it was for me, money was such an interesting thing to focus on because as a person on food stamps, living in a very wealthy community in Boulder, Colorado, where I was earning my graduate degree, I I had this kind of like unicorn belief that all wealthy people are just happy and everything is awesome. Wow. <laughs> and then I started working with mega wealthy people. And I was like, oh, they're just people. And the more people that I talked to, the more that I realized that everybody has unconscious blocks and that we're all struggling with similar things. And so as I did these, you know, money stories with people, I just kept seeing time and time again, even people were, who were making a ton of money, they would be afraid to spend it. They wouldn't enjoy it. They felt stressed out. They had fears that it was going to go away. I just kept seeing so many patterns and I was like, wow. And so in this book, you start to understand what do I believe about money? And is it the beliefs I continue to, I, I choose to continue to have, or shall I reframe them so I can get a different result? And so, you know, one of my main mantras in my company is work less, make more, have fun. And so everything I create is guided by that mantra, work less, make more, have fun. How can I work less, make more and have fun? And not because I don't enjoy what I do. Like when I say quote unquote work, it's that I'm not going to do things I don't enjoy. I'm going to delegate, automate and, and drop everything that I don't enjoy doing because then I get to be magnetic to money. And that's where money comes to you very easily because you're living in your zone of genius. And I call it stepping into your zone of manifestation where you become an attractor magnet to opportunities, money, ease, joy, flow. And you love what you do. And who doesn't want to wake up every day and do exactly what they want to do and get paid for it? Like, that's the best possibility. Nice. <clears throat> I want to give you a major shout out as an expert um, for you caught my nuance and I caught that you caught it just now. I think you, you I was going to ask a nuanced question about one of the things that you just said related to uh, related to working hard and and working less and what was there and, and i think you caught that and planted that for me which is a lot about your eq um it's extremely high <laughs> um, i gotta be a little selfish there i gotta go back to one of your questions you mentioned a question to uh to write out and write the answer to about your money blocks and i didn't get to write it down i was i was about to and then you said the book and i was like oh book um <laughs> squirrel <laughs> what, was that? what was that question do you have it on the top of your mind still yeah. Yeah. You can ask yourself, what do I believe about making money as an entrepreneur? What do I believe about making money yeah. as an entrepreneur? So one of the most powerful strategies to start to recognize and reframe is asking yourself questions. So my whole, I have a daily program for entrepreneurs, a morning routine program, and I ask, they have them do journaling prompts every single day. So it's questions like that, because that's what starts to get you to understand do I believe, you know, the, on my podcast, the statement at the bottom, you can't read it in here because it's too small, but it says, know who you are, know what you want, know how to get there, right? Know who you are, know what you want, know how to get there. It's impossible to know who you are without journaling. I think, I think journaling is one of the best strategies. I think of it as the Bible of yourself. You know, you're learning what you think, what you believe, what you feel in a patterned way. And it's simple. So, you know, in a couple of minutes a day, you can learn what you believe and start to reprogram it so that you can get what you want. Yes. So I'm, I'm actually a, a major fan of this concept as well. And uh, it's time to repent. 
Um, you know, repent, so people know, is a synonym with the word change. It's time for me to change back to my own morning routine. I haven't done it in a long time. And so uh -huh. I was looking at your website. I know. I'm so glad you voiced that too. Do that again. Ahead, You're missing out. Ah, you know, <laughs> I am. I have been, um, you know, and it, it's not a good thing uh, to miss that. And so I was right before preparing for a show. Um, I would, you know, we, as I was waiting for you to come on in the background and, and start our pre-production, I was reading through your website, reading this part. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is embarrassing how long <laughs> it's been since I've played in my morning routine. You have this beautiful picture of yourself, you know, in your Zen mode, um, you know, the, the representation of what it should feel like, um, you know, to start your day off. And I was like, man, um, that 15 minutes that you can take to unlock all the beauty of life that there is, um, you know, and to center yourself around the purpose of what you're doing. Um, it's, it's, it's impossible to quantify the power of that experience. And so I was really excited about seeing this as like, Oh, cool. You got the seven day free trial for entrepreneurs, helping people move through this. I want to make sure to, to highlight this in the show and, and you teed that up perfectly. Um, so if you're not doing a morning routine, um, this is going to be groundbreaking for you. Um, if you've never done one, especially, and those of you who did one and are like, well, you know, it, it kind of worked kind of do it again. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like, like back on track with it, see if there's new aspects of it that you didn't learn the first time around that, that didn't help you feel the power of it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, it's been such a heart centered program at like, it's really my zone of genius. I had someone say to me recently, they're like, wow, you really created this program from your zone of genius inspiration, because like, I love to teach and I love asking questions. And so it's like the best mix of I do a little daily lesson. And then I give a journaling prompt, we do a two minute meditation, and then you go journal and I give you an after mantra every day for five days a week across different topics directed at for entrepreneurs. And then we have a book club and then we do a live masterclass once a month and it's a low cost program. And so this one habit alone, wow, people are getting insane results. You know, some people don't want to do group coaching with me. That's a much higher level, much higher time investment, those kind of things. You know, lots of people love that as well. But if you're looking for something to do by yourself to coach yourself on your own time in the comfort of your own home, morning routine is one of the most impactful things that you can do. And so, you know, it's designed for people who maybe struggle with keeping consistent with it or not knowing what to journal about. One reason I created it is because in my book, you know, I had people emailing me after they'd finished the book and they'd be like, I feel lost without your daily journaling prompts. <laughs> like, I don't know what to write about now. And I mm -hmm. loved them. And so I thought, why don't I create a program for this? Like I kept getting so many people asking for it and all of my one-on-one -on -one clients, I have journal and my group coaching clients. And so, you know, the same thing when one-on-one -on -one clients would be finished, they would go, I loved journaling. I grew to love it, even though they were very resistant at first. And then once they got into the habit, it was like, you know, what you're saying, you're like, you realize like, Oh my God, I miss it. And so not everybody knows some what to write. You know, sometimes they look at the journal and it's like the blank page and they go, Oh my God, I don't know what to write. And so, you know, I help them along in that process. And, and, you know, even if you are a journaler, I'd say it's really great questions because it helps you coach yourself, right? Journaling prompts help you coach yourself. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I was very blessed. My mom, 
uh, would buy these journals, uh, these like year long journals way back in the day where it would say like, who's your best friend and, and who are you mad at? And, <laughs> you know, I remember my poor sister Lacey was like captain of the who are you mad at <laughs> section um, when we were little. But, um, you know, those that not only did they become great, <clears throat> great memories, um, you know, that, that you wouldn't otherwise um, have, but it, it did. It prompted me to talk to her about things in life that as a yeah. child, I wouldn't have otherwise thought to talk to her about. And that same practice is super true um, of yeah. us as adults. I mean, we're, we're all still children um, in the end. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, having that, that guided prompt allows us to um, exercise our brain and our heart in ways that we might otherwise suppress, forget, or neglect. Um, so that's, that's really cool. That's part of the process. Um, I had never heard that uh, of that being linked to um, the morning routine outside of a, a journal you would either get through John Lee Dumas um, or at Walmart. Um, yeah, so that's that's cool. Um, yeah. Here's my my last question for you. Um, <clears throat> why do you care? Uh, I be I would say I care because I know what it's like to struggle and to feel powerless. I mean, I grew up, you know, I'm a first gen college student. I've been, you know, my entrepreneurial journey started with me crying on the floor after leaving my 15 year marriage by having an affair, next relationship broken, food stamps. Like I, I've had struggles in my life and I know what it's like to be scared and literally facing homelessness and and not know and, and just be like praying, like, please, God, don't let my kids get hurt or need clothes or, you know, like eating beans and rice while my friends are going to Europe for spring break. And I'm at home figuring out how to have like some sort of fun picnic at the park with my kids so they don't feel bad you know like I know what it's like to struggle and then I know what it's like to get tools to not struggle and to succeed and to feel powerful and to feel good and to do what I love and get paid you know that check we were talking about was like one of the best moments of my life you know it was like mm -hmm. oh my god I can get paid this amount to do things I enjoy like what <laughs> and just I know how it feels to feel alive and be inspired and help people and and you know so I love sharing that with the world it's it's it I it's my joy it's what I wake up to do it's what I love to do and it's you know I'll never stop teaching people strategies to help them feel better in their lives I love it you don't take it for granted and you pay it forward and uh you know what a for me that's also been a very big secret to my continued peace um happiness and and ultimately I define that as success so uh, thank you for being a successful person. Thank you for living by successful virtues. And uh, if you'd like to know more about Dr. Amanda, of course, um, go check out innerpowerdaily.com. I've also dropped in many different social media channels, the different links associated with her book, associated with her podcast. Um, and uh, she's got a lot of great materials on there. And I hope that you have the courage um, and take the leap of faith to connect with her one-on-one. -on -one. Um, if they wanted to do that, what would be the best, easiest way for them to connect with you, Dr. Amanda? If they go to work with dramanda.com, they'll see my group coaching program, the daily program where they can opt in for seven days for free, test it out, really see if it's a good fit for them. Uh, and there's also a consult link on there. Let's see here. All right. I'm going to drop that link in the notes before we wrap up. You said work with Dr. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Dramanda. Do you ever play with that? I, I, I realized that today when I was typing, it spells drama in the. Um, <laughs> you should have some fun with that at some Dramanda. point. Dramanda. I had a boyfriend that used to call me Damanda. <laughs> oh, 
questions. <laughs> okay. So work yeah. with dramanda.com. I'm going to drop that in here for you guys. Vision Pros, thank you for tuning in. Um, of course, subscribe, like, share, comment um, on the show. If you if you got something out of this, um, share it with others, please. I know other people will also get a lot out of this episode. And if you have something that you need help with, don't hesitate to comment or also send us direct messages. We're more than happy to assist you. And we hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Dr. Amanda, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Jackson. That was amazing. Absolutely.